I told you, I'm not Aquaman. I am the Submariner. What's your deal? I'm just like Aquaman, but I can't get fish to do things. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. When we talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Firefly. Stay tuned, Mitch's got the grooviest news. From books to TV, even movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my most power, Earth 2 with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show, this is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P. Feature. Hello, Internet. And then there's Moshko. What up? <laughs> no? Oh, you sound like you were doing the what's up at. What's up? I, I appreciate time, it. I need something. It's something will stick eventually. Yes. I, I, well, remember the L out now. That, we'll, that we'll, didn't cut it. No. We'll get there. I mean, Baby Huey's didn't work until we started singing. Yeah. To be, to be fair. What's going on? Maybe I'll find a song. And then let's go with that. If you sing every time you come on, I don't care what song you pick, you can go right ahead. <laughs> I will remember that for next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're new around here, this is the Friday show where we don't talk about the new news. Mm. Butter. Mm. God. <laughs> Just got chills. It's great. They're multiplying. Oh, Ooh. I'm not going to stop them. I'm going <laughs> to let them go. Uh, all right. So um, I hinted uh, last on, excuse me, on Wednesday mm-hmm. that we would be doing a character breakdown today. And I'm sure you figured out when you looked at the show post image what we're doing. But um, a while back, one of the Firesiders in the Firesiders group, Tara, was talking about how she wanted uh, more character breakdowns. And I said, who? And she said, I don't know yet. And then we started talking about on one of the news shows we brought up uh, the, uh, the the legend of Blue Marvel, Adam Brushier. It me. And uh, yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Tara said, uh, yeah, that's the one that she wants. So we are uh, we're here to please. So we are going to be doing a Blue Marvel breakdown because, to be very honest, this is long overdue with the amount of times that we've brought this man up as a a much more how do we want to word this. Soupy or Superman? No, 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 not like who he is. But oh. we always talked about when Black Panther first came out. Oh. When they were like, uh, when, when mass media was like, you know, what a, what a, uh, what a, an unprecedented move by Marvel for, for putting a black superhero up in front and present. And we all went, poof, they really wanted to do that. They do they blue, uh, use blue Marvel. And yeah. And uh, you're going to find out why today. So uh, first off, let's just give a quick Adam Brushier. Um, do we want to talk about this as the legend of Blue Marvel? Like, do it in the in the way the book went through it. So he was introduced in a in a miniseries, uh, and we you want to give it from the beginning, or should we just start doing the book? I mean, is there a way to summarize it? Because one, I'm not doing the whole book. I'm not doing the whole book, but it is very important. But I, I'll, you know what? Why don't we talk about Kevin Grouveau for a second? Grouveau. Okay, the Kevin creator. Grouveau. Yeah. Okay. Because Kevin Grouveau is amazing. Yes. He's he's. <laughs> A, an actual renaissance man. Yeah, I mean, this dude's a total badass. Like, to a degree that I just, he's amazing. So, uh, if you've seen the Underworld movies, you know that really big black dude with the real deep voice? The Lieutenant of the Lycans? Yes. Yes. That's him. So, I want you to picture that man, and I picture everything I'm about to say. 
I created a Marvel superhero. Not only did he write for <laughs> Batman, not only did he write for Superman, not only did he create the Underworld series, but this dude graduated from Harvard, and he, what, what are all his notes? Because he... Oh, jeez. He's uh, a lot. He minored in psychology. He minored in chemistry. He got his degree in microbiology. Uh, and he uh, went back for his master's in genetic engineering. Not only, he also did a screenwriting class uh, and cinematography. And created the Underworld series. And he was also in a bunch of other movies because he's, I mean, he's a very pigeon-held actor. So <laughs> I don't want, I don't, I'm not going to give him credit for his acting chops here because... He's the same dude every time, but uh, that's not really his fault. You can't really see him and not think that dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Quick, quick rundown on that. The Mask, Steel, Congo. Wait, he was in The Mask? Yes, he was. And Planet of the Apes. What? Yep. Dude's been everywhere. Impressive. Yeah, this this guy. The education is super impressive. I mean, and then on top of that, he, he did all that studying and then wrote for Batman and Superman. Like, well, I think you need those kind of degrees to write for Batman and Superman. Those are very uh, poignant stories that he uh, had to put together. Yeah, you definitely need all of those. <laughs> yeah, microbiology <laughs> will help when talking Superman. It would help when talking Batman, too. He's a detective. He has to know these things. Um, anyway, the reason why we're talking about him is he wanted to create a character for Marvel. Mm-hmm. And he did an interview with The Source. Uh, and the, he, in that interview, he talked about how he wanted to create a black superhero that was on par with not just Superman, but Reed Richards. So he, he, what he was saying is that when you looked at black superheroes, especially at Marvel at the time, you really only had the top three, which is Falcon, you had Black Panther, and you had uh, Storm. But only one of the three is considered a, a credible threat. Right now, you can argue Black Panther, you can even argue Falcon, but Storm is definitely of the three the most. You know, I mean, she's an Omega level mutant. She is a I will destroy the whole planet if I want to kind of character. So she's on par with some of these huge heavy hitters, but not a lot of black superheroes were. So he wanted a character that not only could sit at the same table as Superman, but also sit at the table where Reed Richards is one of the smartest characters in the Marvel Universe. So that's where Adam Brashear comes from. That's where the, the beginning of Blue Marvel. And Blue Marvel takes a page, it's very similar to uh, The Sentry. And if you don't know the century, Robert Reynolds is a definitely a character that's supposed to be Superman. But the way that that story started was he actually was, uh, he was he started in the 60s. And he was actually the character that uh, influenced a lot of other superheroes. Right. But he was such a crazy character with his dark side of the void that he like wiped everybody's mind so nobody knew that he existed. So Blue Marvel is very similar, but Blue Marvel came up in the 60s. And Blue Marvel, uh, a lot of the, I will say that there's going to be a lot of racial tension in, uh, in this story, and that's the reason why we keep saying that this would be a bigger deal if they did a Blue Marvel movie than a Black Panther movie. Yes. Because of its ties to American history. Um, so in, uh, in the 60s, he was a, a, just a, a true, tried and true superhero, but only the government knew that he was a black guy. Yeah, so because his costume consists of him wearing a full, almost like a Dr. Who was it? Uh, Dr. Fate? Yes. Yeah, it looked Almost very, like Dr. Fate. Like a white Dr. Fate helmet. Although yeah. it's not really a helmet, but it's, you know, it's a white, it's an all white mask. I mean, he's, he's covered head to toe. Right. But he did the, the classic superhero things. With you know, the cape. He did have a cape, and the cape was dope. I don't want to hear anything about it. Capes. This is where features, and I do not agree about this. We'll keep arguing throughout the show. But no capes. I like him with the white cape. But anyway, I, it doesn't matter. suit looked better without the cape. He did a lot of superhero stuff, <laughs> right? He did superhero things. He went out and superheroed. That's what he did. And yes. then all of a sudden, 
a man named Connor Sims, who we don't know that until much later, but the anti-man pops up. Well, not pops up. Him and him and Connor Sims were actually friends. Right. I was going to get into that. Oh, okay. All right. That's Anti-Man, not Ant-Man, because yes. I read through the majority of this material <laughs> thinking it was Ant-Man. And no. Anti-Man, very different not. character. And Anti-Man <laughs> is a wildly powerful character. I yes. mean, Anti-Man is a villain, uh, like, to, as far as heroes on Earth, like, villains on Earth, he, I would put him up with, like, the Dooms. You know what I mean? Like, he is a, yeah. he's a no-joke villain. But anyway, this fight with, with Anti-Man... Ripped up his mask or his helmet or whatever you want to call it, and the world right. found out that he was black. Now remember, this is nineteen. This is in the nineteen sixties. So, this is where things start to get weird. In that era, because he was a black guy, everyone freaked out, and most importantly, the government freaked out. And the reason the government freaked out, go ahead. Well, I don't think the the government didn't freak out as much because they knew, but. This was no. This they they were absolutely the ones who freaked out because this is, the, so we just the the racial divide in the country was really starting to grow at this point mm-hmm. because you got to keep in mind before then there wasn't national news right take away national news and all of these horrible racist events are only happening in small towns and the world's not finding out about it then national news rolls around and everybody in the world starts to see how bad this is and oh, that's oh my god Superman's black. Well, that's not that's not the national news I'm talking about. I'm just talking about people seeing how horrible racism has gotten throughout right. the country. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, so black neighborhoods throughout the country are starting to band together, and now we're starting to get this this divide, this racial divide, and the government is horribly scared that Blue Marvel, a guy that they absolutely cannot control, on par with the powers of Superman, is going to back the black community. Then there's nothing they could do to stop it. So if that dude decided I'm going to join the black community and I'm going to help them fight and and and, uh, and overthrow this government, there's nothing they would have been able to do to stop it. And who was the president at the time was Roosevelt? Kennedy. 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 And he he formally asked him to retire. Yep. He uh, he actually he did even worse than that. He did tell him to retire, but before that he sent him on a suicide mission hoping that he would die. He sent him on a mission to fight an alien that they found out was coming to the planet, and then him and the alien go at it, and he, he wins, but he, he was hoping that he would die in action so they can use that to spin the story. And they actually tell the world that he dies, but he does, he, in a top, you know, an ultimate, I don't know how, what level of classification this is, but beyond top secret, mm-hmm. asked him to step down, gave him a, the Congressional Medal of Honor, mm-hmm. and said, hey, you know, just for the sake of the nation, I'm going to need you to stop being a superhero. And that really rubbed Adam Brashear the wrong way, understandably, for a very, very long time. So that's why no one has heard of the Blue Marvel to a point where Reed Richards even goes, I don't know who this guy is. Like, I've heard of the Blue Marvel, but I don't really know anything about him, which is crazy because that means he, he's predating the Fantastic Four at this point. Yes. Right. So that's how far back this dude goes. Now, Civil War takes place. Captain America dies. And then all of a sudden, Anti-Man pops up. Now, this is where we get the Avengers. Uh, Iron Man is leading the Avengers. He's now head of S.H.I.E.L.D. And you had Ares. Uh, the God of War. Mm-hmm. Who else was it? It was Sentry, Robert Reynolds. Uh, it was Yellow Jacket, Hank Pym. Uh, was it Wasp? I forget. Anyway, this is the Avengers roster. And really, they don't, they don't matter as much. Uh, it's really Tony Stark that plays a big role in this. Because when Anti-Man pops up, they just, he just starts wrecking everybody, including the Sentry, who at this point is the most powerful hero, hands down. Yeah. Like, unquestionably, the most powerful hero. So Robert Reynolds is getting wrecked by the Anti-Man, and Anti-Man disappears. This goes into what Anti-Man's powers kind of are. But he disappears, and they're like, all right, what the hell was that? We got to figure out who this was. And I believe even Anti-Man starts throwing hints at Blue Marvel. 
And, and then uh, Iron Man pretty much seeks him out. Hey, he figures it out because he's now head of S.H.I.E.L.D., so he has all of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s files. So he starts looking into, like, who the hell is this, this blue Marvel guy? And finds out about Adam Brashear, and long story short, goes to hunt him down and meets his wife. And his wife's not too happy that this dude's coming around asking for, uh, for her husband. And he then reveals that he knows that she is a double agent. Yeah, she's a, she was a she's cover. A double agent. She's a cover. She was a cover meant to watch him in his retirement, but they ended up getting married. And that's how, that's how specifically two get married. She was sent out to watch Adam Brashear to make sure that he doesn't pick up the cape again. She does legitimately fall in love with him, so she is. She turns out to be a good person at the end. But she, her job was to keep an eye on this dude. So that, so his wife is a lie. Well, he didn't pick up the cape again. <laughs> Actually, he did, but um, <laughs> it wasn't until the Ultimates that he had that different costume. But he had the cape. Damn it! Yeah, I know. It's all right. You can be wrong. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, so far, so good. Are we all keeping I'm, up with me? I'm taking it in. I don't... Any questions so you, far? You said to me about a week ago, hey, here's the topic. And I went home. I felt like I was in college again, <laughs> trying to cram all this information into my head. And I'm here for the test, and I still feel like I'm going to fail. Because <laughs> well, here's the truth, that nobody knows what to do with Blue Marvel. Right. Yeah. Blue Marvel is so powerful, so intriguing, and so interesting that it almost is a fault to his character because he outshines everybody. The fact that that dude's not on the every Avengers team blows my mind. Because they really couldn't. I mean, I understand that if you have a character like that, it's kind of hard to write him in because he, he would be essentially like that ex machina person. Like, oh, how do we defeat this this super powerful villain? Blue Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But, you know, Superman, he's been around for a long time. They kept those stories going. Well, Superman actually gets... And we're and to be very honest, I feel like they're trying to make Carol Danvers the new Blue Marvel. Ugh. Or I should say Blue Marvel <laughs> is the new... How do you make that work? Because she was first. Well, technically, he was first. He in, was first. In canon. But as far as characters created, she was first. Yeah. I don't know how to make that work. But they do. I feel like she's being amped up to a point where she's like on par with Blue Marvel. And that really never seemed like it should be the case. But, okay, to real quick, because we keep talking about what, how powerful Blue Marvel is, just to give you an idea, Blue Marvel is on par with Superman. Like, he is he's that kind of strength. He fought Robert Reynolds to a standstill. He knocked Robert Reynolds, the sentry, with one punch into low orbit. Yeah. One punch. He also knocked out, um, what, the Ultimate Hulk? Yep. It gave him the Hulk strongest there is. And, like, I doubt that. Bam. Uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also can, he's like one part Green Lantern, one part Superman, one part Carol Danvers, kind of new Carol Danvers esque. Because his energy manipulation is also a big part of him. So his whole thing is, uh, is antimatter. Antimatter and positive matter play a very big role. He's almost like a like a reactor of antimatter. Like yeah. he, he mm. creates antimatter in himself. And that antimatter sustains him. So he doesn't need to breathe. He doesn't need to eat, which is why his base of operation is in the Marianas Trench. So he's in the lowest point. He can deal with the depths of the ocean and he doesn't have to worry about breathing. So that's where he decides to hang out. And that's his like base of operation where he meets Namor and they both deck dolphins together. <laughs> <laughs> Insert dolphin sound here. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, he like <laughs> the connection to Superman is pretty crazy, and I forget the name of the uh, the material, but he does have his own version of kryptonite. It's like mm. new new Argonite or something like that. Oh, no, that's neuronium, of, uh... something like that. Anyway, it comes from uh, his actual. I guess we should Argonite, say, Argonite, Argonite, Argonite. 
Um, he gets essentially his powers come from a a in the sixties. Him and his buddy Connor Sims were trying to figure out a way to get to the negative zone, and they were creating this bridge. And the when they were creating it, it blew up, and it showered them both with that antimatter. Right. Uh, and part of it, the part of what happened to Connor is a lot worse than what happened to Adam Brashear. Right. But Connor was interesting because kind of like when when people got racist around Adam. Connor came in and just helped knock the crap out of all of them. Yeah, so that, Connor and him were very close. That's what actually drove him mad. Yeah. So yeah. he hated racism so much being a friend of, of Adam Brashear that his idea was, well, I'm going to come back and just wipe it all out. Yeah, you don't deserve to live. Like, if you're going to hurt your own people to this degree, then society needs to start over and humanity needs to die. Yep. That's Connor Sims. That's the anti-man. So the anti-man. But his whole thing is that he, where, where... Adam Brashear is like a reactor of, of antimatter. He's formless energy almost to he a point. He is just straight up antimatter. So his suit is actually a containment suit. Right. And mm. he can only be but so strong for so long. So that's why in that original fight he disappeared because he can only be around as long as he's got that antimatter to, 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 uh, to like keep him going. Right. So then he disappears and then he has to like kind of regroup and then he can come back. That's why he, he disappears the way he does. Um, anyway. Going back into his wife. Mm-hmm. Rob, <laughs> actually, Let's reword hold that. up. <laughs> Tr- Tr- <laughs> hold up. <laughs> hold up. Didn't, didn't do that right. Hold on. And you're talking about his wife. Uh, <laughs> wife for hire, by the way. <laughs> uh, so going back into it. And you know what? Uh, Tony Stark finally meets Adam yeah. and, and tries to apologize. For the way that the country has treated him. Because the truth is, is that Kennedy could have just said, like, this is our guy. He's going to help us. Right. And that could have helped solved everything. Right. Well, not solved everything because there's obviously going to be horrible people out there, but at least pushed, uh, you know, our American society in the right direction. Right. But instead, racism won. And they were so terrified of the black community that they stopped the biggest chance of protecting the world from pretty much any threat. So, so much so that they sent them on a suicide mission to fight an alien that would have easily destroyed the world with it when, when like the Armada came, right? So they sent them off to kill the alien like as if there was going to never be another problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, it, anyway. Um, so going back into the story, we're now in present day and... Uh, Adam Brashear finally comes out and he's like, okay, I'm going to uh, he, he The best parts of the story, by the way, is when he talks to the Watcher. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. So he goes to the moon pretty often. And he's he, had numerous talks yeah. with Watu. <laughs> he walked to the Watcher, the big dude with the giant head who just sees and, and, and you know, witnesses the universe. He talks, uh, he has a whole long conversation about his wife and he's like, you know, you got to forgive your wife for these because she was still with you. Like, she made a lot of mistakes. She's still human, but she was with you through hard times. She herself was taking a risk, especially at the, in the 60s as a white woman marrying a black guy. Like, that right there could get her killed because mm-hmm. that's how horrible those mm-hmm. times were. And they, they, she gave him two kids too. Wow. Yeah. So, um, Adam Brushear is one of those characters that it's a shame that Marvel has no idea what to do with. Like Namor. <laughs> yeah. Namor that just no one cares. Like <laughs> it's, I'm not, uh, that's not even a dig. It's right. just people don't, people would love Adam Brushear. Like if all of a sudden we got a blue Marvel movie, dude, he would be gigantic. Yeah, he would. He I, would absolutely. Because, so. I mean, again, on par with Reed Richards as far as one of the smartest men alive and as strong as arguably Superman. I call Denzel Washington. 
Dude, Denzel Washington would be the best Blue Marvel. It would be, I mean, that would be the ideal situation. Not, not The Rock. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Mashko, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Sorry, we're going to cut this one short. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, going back into the story real quick, just to feel like we need to wrap it up. I don't want to. I don't want to just say everything that happens in the story, but long story short, the Avengers, the Avengers do fight Blue Marvel because Blue Marvel's like, all right, I'm going to, you can't beat Connor Sims. Right. You can't just mm-hmm. fight him. He's going to win. He's stronger technically because he's made of the material that <laughs> makes Blue Marvel work. Right. Mm-hmm. So he is, right. he is in turn stronger. Um, but Blue Marvel's smarter. Uh, so Blue Marvel figures that what he's going to do is douse him in positive energy. And when the negative energy and the positive energy meet, it's going to make this giant explosion Boom. and potentially could destroy the world. But one of Adam Brashear's powers is he can like can quite literally manipulate. Well, not even absorb, but manipulate it. This is why I remember I said he's kind of one part Green Lantern. Yeah. When he shoots out the positive or negative energy, the antimatter, when he shoots that out, he can control it. So he can quite literally build constructs out of it. Like So he can pick somebody up and move them out of the way with just the energy he shoots out. So he's got that on top of everything else. Just imagine, it's like Superman with a Green Lantern ring. You know it's what I mean? It's been done. Yeah, it has been. He had a Yellow Lantern ring. Yeah, but, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like that whole hard light construct concept still works very much with Adam Brashear. And Adam Brashear can make force fields and stuff out of it. I mean, super cool dude. Super cool. That's what we're going to call super, this. Super, super cool. Blue Marvel, the super cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they fight Connor Sims for the last time, and he essentially just absorbs Connor, which is kind of weird. So yeah. it, it, it seems anticlimactic because you're not reading it, but Anti. it's not. Yeah. Connor's really into him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, literally, Connor's into him. Um, so that's that's the quick breakdown of, it's it's a long story that was a quick breakdown intense it's, it's the quickest breakdown can you really give a faster breakdown no i mean i guess you could just say what his powers and stuff are but yeah i wouldn't do it justice though because again i like this is a character I'm, i want to see more of i think we should mm-hmm. I, I definitely think we should uh again like i we, you know we've talked about it it will be a very big deal to bring to bring that character light especially in the mcu um also just you know Having having a Superman esque character that you can actually use, who's who's current. Like Sentry doesn't want to even come out. He's agoraphobic. He's, he doesn't he doesn't want to be the Sentry, right? Blue Marvel's just like no, nah, I'm I'm just down in Mariana Trench. Just give me a call when you need me. Well, for the longest time that wasn't true. For the longest time, he wasn't having it. He's like, no, no. The other, and that's the honorable side of Blue Marvel. I mean, you can also the you ought to the watch who argued that you know he was only in isolation because he wanted to be. Because right. again, this is Blue Marvel, so he keeps saying like, you know, the government made me stop, and I couldn't help play people the way I wanted to. And and Uatu's like, well, no, you could have, like, and you still can. <laughs> like, who's gonna stop you if you decide? You know what? I'm gonna help. No one's gonna go. Nope. Slap him on the wrist. Like it's, <laughs> it's like, never gonna happen. You, you know, handcuffs can't contain you. <laughs> but that was what was so interesting about the talks with Uatu is Uatu pointed out the flaws in his, in his own way of viewing things, and he he was really really hurt by the fact that the president of the United States told him no and then treated him like a criminal, even though he's done nothing but help the country for one aspect of who he is that he can't control. 
And then, so it really, it, I mean, it, it affects him all the way to the end of the story. It takes for him to get over the fact that the president is the one, you know, because he did everything he could for the government. Right. Mm-hmm. So much so that he flat out said, he's like, I'm like the black community at, in the sixties hated him because once they found out he was black, they were like, you can help us. And he was like, I'm not picking sides. And the government still treated him like garbage. And I don't even want to use the terms that they use in the book. Like right. I don't even want to. I don't even get to how how rough the book gets. Even dumb. dumb it was a dumb dumb Dugan. Isn't dumb dumb Dugan dumb, shows dumb, up? Dumb Dugan. Yeah. Didn't he show up? That's one of the Howling Commandos from Captain America. And he he was like, he told Tony Stark, he's like, don't look into this. You're gonna find some things you don't you really don't want. And he's like, well, tell me a little bit more about what happened. He goes, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't. I, I want to stay away from this. Like Shield. Shield always monitored him. But they didn't do it the same way that the government did. They just saw him like because they they monitor threats, quote unquote. Um, so anybody that they would consider potential threat. threats, right? Like Thor, <laughs> you know? Yeah, from Asgard. <laughs> All right. All right. That's so intense. We, we that's did, a, that's a lot yeah. of. Uh, it's a lot of number one. You did a great is. breakdown. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, I'll take what, that. What uh, What's really interesting is kind of the the correlation between the creator. And the actual character, and you know, once we heard that wonderful breakdown, you kind of see where, you know, all of the education comes into play. Highly decorated. Yeah, I mean, there was a. I didn't quite catch his age. I imagine he's probably in his six. Are we talking about Blue Marvel? Uh, no, no, no. Um, oh, Gravo. Yeah, maybe. I'm his, not sure. I didn't check his his I'm age. I'm not sure. I mean, he's getting up there. My guess is he, you know, grew up. He did that time period. He was a kid in the '60s, I believe. Okay, and uh, there's there's a lot of correlation to how he grew up, to how Blue Marvel, uh, to how Blue Marvel's treated in the book, because there are there are times that Blue Marvel there, and I I mean I'm not I'm not saying what's said in these these panels, but Blue Marvel goes through some things with his wife, and those are apparently things that happened to Graveau. Right. So Graveau Mm -hmm. used personal stories in this, and that education plays a big role in how. Um, Adam Brashear works like even in the Ultimates, like when he was part of he was his, what's what were the Ultimates? It was Carol it was Danvers, Carol Danvers, Black Panther, American Chavez, yeah, and Blue Marvel, and Blue Marvel, and Blue Marvel. Was she, there somebody else? I feel like there was. He um he was born in '62, so right at the height of uh, Kennedy's presidency and when everything was kind of going down. Yeah. I I do think I mean. I think that Blue Marvel needs to make, I think there needs to be a new Blue Marvel book. Blue Marvel, by the way, doesn't age like everyone else does. So he does have like the Reed Richards gray hair on mm-hmm. the sides, but he doesn't age the same way everyone else does because the explosion from the reactor that he was trying to, trying to take him to the negative zone, mm-hmm. it, um, it mutated him. So he's, he's not a mutant per se, but he's mutated right, to allow for that. Um, but I, 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 think, I, th- I think we need a Blue Marvel book. At least a new book. At least something. Yeah, but you, you got to find... I think you, you have to find the right writer. You don't want to put somebody that, that has no idea of how rich the history is with Blue Marvel, Marvel is and then come up with something that just doesn't fit. Just get Graveau back. Well, that's what I would think, but get, tell, you know what? Get he have Graveau, time? Get Graveau to write a script. Mm. Get him to write a script. Get that dude back in. Get him a pen and paper. Get him to write a script. Can we, pen, can pen we go on a... What's wrong with me? <laughs> pen and paper. Um, can, can we get a, a poll going on or something like that? I mean, look, I, I think we should reach out to Graveau and say, like, let's do this. 
like let's crowdsource <laughs> let's crowdsource a blue marvel dude marvel would shut us down in a heartbeat they but probably would hey hey we're already he's pretty phase active four. on twitter so well, is he really yeah. you know what we I should write to him phase four marvel is taking place in outer space what's up it is taking place in outer space uh yeah it, it just, would fit the criteria i just want to see i just want to like a shot from one of the movies like flying past the moon and there's just a dude sitting there where you want to and that's it that would be dope. Just be, having like a just, teaser. Yep, just a little like him up there hanging out with you out too. That'd be fire. I take that. I really do think that there's so much potential with that character. More potential with that character than a lot. Like I really don't like the Superman esque characters. Mm-hmm. But Blue Marvel is just so intriguing because of everything that he's gone through. Like, sure, Robert Reynolds is interesting. I think if if I had to like tally. The, the Superman-esque characters, I would probably have to go Blue Marvel number one, Sentry number two. I'd probably say uh, Gladiator number three, and then probably Hyperion number four. Gladiator is actually more interesting than Hyperion. I think just, be- just because of his how his powers work, yeah. his confidence, yeah. just for that fact alone. Hi- Hyperion is probably the closest to Superman as far as origin and weaknesses and all that goes. Well, Blue Marvel's not far. He's not far, but... The fact but, that they gave... And in the Ultimates books, the fact that they gave him a kryptonite. Right, but but the difference is Blue Marvel has a much deeper origin and story. Like, there's, there's, there's still mystery to him, like a mystique to him. It's like, all right, what were you doing all this time while you were, you know, in your self-imposed hiatus? Here, you know what I would love to see? Mm-hmm. I, and it'll never happen, but you know, is is forgive me if I'm wrong, but in the negative zone, that's where um, what's his name? Annihilus. Annihilus and the Annihilation Wave live there. Right. If Blue Marvel could somehow get into the negative zone, so the he neutral can. zone. No, the neutral zone is the bridge that they were trying to build between the two. Perfect. So the neutral zone is where the the reactor they were trying to build that's was essentially a bridge, and in there is full of that uh, argonium. What's it called? Argonite. 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 So the argonite is is all in the uh, the neutral zone. Got it. But then on the other side, so he can't actually fly through there. He has armors that he wears in order to go in there, but he can't be in there for very long. But if he can get through there and into the negative zone, he can control the negative zone like a god. Yeah. Like, he could do whatever the hell he wants. He is the one above all (laughs) in the negative zone. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, he... How cool would it be to get another Annihilation Wave that ends with Blue Marvel showing up in the negative zone and just going, nope. Ooh. I mean, that's how cool that. I mean, there's so much fun you could have with there, Blue Marvel, right? And, yeah. and I'm kind of browsing at a couple things here, and the one thing that comes up is uh, his. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but um, him and Galactus uh, have a, a meeting. I guess you could say yeah. um, in the Ultimate series, that might be a way. Well, the, well, the you know, and that one is he's the life. He's the the life bringer, right? Well, yeah, because right. they. They found that's, they put Galactus back into his incubation chamber. Well, no, that's um, what's his name did that. Um, oh, well, I can't think of his name. Life Reed's Reed's kid. Oh, Franklin. Franklin Richards. Franklin. God, that's killing me. Mm. Yeah, Franklin Richards was the reason he became the Life Bringer, right? That was after Secret. Well, that was after Secret Wars. That was because at Secret yeah. Wars is when he turned him, right? Yeah, yeah. But for some some re- I don't know if if the ultimate story is in align with with the with the events after Secret Wars so much, but it was like they found Galactus. He had got released early, so they put him back into it, and then he emerged as like as a life bringer. The life bringer for anybody unaware of what I'm talking about, where Galactus normally is hunger is over, you know, takes him over and he destroys the planet because he has to eat it. The life bringer he would literally bring a planet back to life. So he be they reverted they reversed what Galactus meant to the universe. 
Um, so he, I just want to, I just, I don't understand how he's not an Avenger. I mean, really, that's it. I, I don't understand how he's not on the Avengers team. He like, don't even understand. <laughs> that's true. That's, he's that's like, true. I had a chance. And Watsu goes, yeah, what stopped you? <laughs> he's like, I mean, I don't understand why he doesn't just show up on the Avengers door like, hey, here's my resume. I'm on, right? And he gives his, res- his resume is just a middle finger. Like, <laughs> let me in. He punches down the door. I'll be your new Avenger. There's no reason. And with that last piece about Galactus, I mean, mm. if, if we're thinking that's the next big bad in, in the world, in I, the universe. We would like Galactus to be the next big bad, but I'll be honest with you, I think, I'm starting to really think that it might be Doom. Mm-hmm. I don't even think that. I don't think it'll be Doom. I, I You still going, want the Annihilation Wave, don't you? No, I just don't think that they'll bring in Doom for the whole cosmic side of things. I don't think the Fantastic Four will come in much later because, again, they're not going to start doing using Doom until we have an idea of who actually is going to be Reed and Sue Richards. Oh, yeah. But and right now we are underway on this cosmic side of things. So I don't. Right now we're just going to get sequels for a little bit, and then we're going to start. I technically Doom would be co- considered cosmic because his powers are mystical. I just don't think we're ever going to get a Blue Marvel movie until they actually start using the Blue Marvel character in the books outside of the Ultimates. The Ultimates yeah. just felt like a place to put characters they didn't know what to do with. Like Carol, (laughs) yeah, but it it turned out to be wildly important for the recreation of the new six one six, right? Yeah, of the new all new all different world. Like the Ultimates book became very important for that, but and a lot of people loved it, but at the same time, it didn't get a lot of readers. Yeah, because it it felt like Avengers B Squad. West Coast. Even though they're probably the stronger than the Avengers, wildly more stronger. Yeah, no, no question. Uh, But. It just amazes me that a character of this of this magnitude has just felt like he's been brushed under the rug. Well, I'm essentially, yeah. It was done in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> but then he came out of it and then it's like, all he's right, still, still not still yeah. you know, let's bring Cap back and let's stop focusing on Adam. I mean, I I agree. I think I think Blue Marvel definitely needs a little bit more shine. Uh, a little more, more tick for that character would be that would be a brilliant move. Even in the comics alone, it would be. But, I mean, it just comes back down to, like, what story do you tell? Where, where does he go from here? I think you would just do it. Well, for as far as the Blue Marvel book could go. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of phenomenal writers out there. Look at Donny Cates has done amazing things with every single character he's ever got. And if you're going to tell me he's too powerful, when we have characters like Cosmic Ghost Rider and the and the the um, Herald of Thunder. Wildly dude, more got, powerful characters. Wait, we've got... A, we've got yeah, thank you. <laughs> We've got characters that are uh, on a, on a, a level that we haven't really seen yet, and now and so Blue Marvel is not top dog like he used to be. He's still really up there, but I don't think Blue Marvel's taking on um, the you know the Herald of Thunder, and I don't think Blue Marvel's taking uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Is is this a property you could see on Disney Plus? I mean, there I are... don't think Disney is willing to take the gamble on w- how you would have to tell his story. Right. So yeah. either they, it's a either too they, risque. yeah, it's mm. it's one of those things. It's it worked really well in the book, but I don't think Marvel. It, it, I would love them to be you know ballsy enough to do it, but I don't think they would. Well, it depends. Let's see how uh, Falcon and 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 uh. Yeah, that's a good point because the Falcon is about is about the the same Falcon uh, cap uh, Falcon cap book that we got when he first came out, which is quite literally not like Fox News saying hashtag not my cap. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. which is still the most ridiculous thing to me. Um, <laughs> but I, you're right. If that does well, maybe a blue Marvel. But like, there's not enough material to pull from. No, but like, then, that's what I mean. Is like, but the thing about uh, Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier, if they do what we've talked about from that show for the uh, the first Captain America. Somehow. Oh, yeah, but see, yeah. that one, I but don't, that's, that's, that they're not going to bring up not, the Tuskegee experiments. Like, yeah. It's not going to happen. They're, it's never going to happen. They're I mean, not they shouldn't, gonna, not the way that they were using it. Right, but they're but. not, like, I highly doubt we're going to get any kind of uh, them alluding to that at all. I think we're going to get a, a failed Captain America um, and that has, that's just an older Cap that turned out to be the first super soldier. Like, I don't think they're going to go into... You know, he was experimented on and didn't know it. Like, I don't think they're going to go into any of that. Because I really don't think that Disney wants that kind of press. Because it's Disney. And Disney's got, Disney. let's, be, let's be honest, Disney's got a bit of a shady past when it comes to racism in the first place. Oh, yeah, it's true. So I it's highly true. doubt Disney wants to go, oh, you've got a book that has racism as a, as a prominent part of the story? Yeah, let's focus on that. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a move that Disney would make, but I hope they prove me wrong. We'll see. We'll see. I feel the like only that, time will tell. I feel like that was an ending. <laughs> oh, I ruined it. You didn't. Oh, okay. But it just felt like, because we all just looked at each other and just like, nodded. <laughs> <laughs> like It felt like if there was a place to wrap up, I think that's the one. All right. Well, Minty, do that thing. Uh, first off, before I even do that thing, if okay. there are breakdowns or if there's something that you want to hear like if there's a character you want to break down on or if there's a you know a particular topic that you want us to to go over feel free to message us feel free to reach out if you're not in the firesiders group on facebook i strongly urge you to join um it's a that's a blast of a group i really like being a part of that um but more more than that we're we're all in this together you know if you're listening to this show right now the whole reason we make it is the fact that you listen so you please if you have an idea, let us know. I mean, what's, th- uh, what's the email address? Well, uh, you could do info at welcome to fireside.com. You can email me, menti at welcome to fireside.com if you want to. Uh, go to our Facebook page. I mean, literally anything. DM us, whatever. Tag me in a post. I don't really care what it is. But if there's something that you want, if there's something that you're like, ah, oh, I really wish they would talk about this, let us know. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. So um, if you enjoy the show, you know, comment, like, rate, subscribe, all that jazz goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. I'm Moshko. Moshko, where can you be found? MoshkoCollectibles.com and at Moshko Collects across all social media. Get you some toys. Mm. Lots of stuff coming and? out. And ToyingAroundLive.com, uh-huh. which actually ports you over to WelcomeToFireside.com. Hey! And? And? And knowing that. I don't really care about toys, so and? <laughs> and s- statues and props. There's the props. One. Props. <laughs> I give oh, you all the props, hey. especially with this issue, because that's a that was a woo, my mind is blown. It's a whirlwind. Yeah. <laughs> all right. On that, I want a little bit more blue marvel in my life and Excelsior.